This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Nom.com, and if you love your pet, which I know you do, you're going to want to feed them the finest pet food of all time by going to Nom.com. You can try out some of the finest food available to your beloved pet, your best friend. Everyone loves their dog. You can try out the beef mash, the chicken cuisine, the pork potluck, and turkey fair meals for your dog. And there's many, many more different recipes on there. If you love your dog, you're going to want to give them this food. It's absolutely amazing. It looks so damn good, I would eat it myself. And I'll tell you what, you can really not even tell by the love and affection that your dog gives you after they eat some anomalous delicious food. You're going to see it as well because their fur looks so much sweeter, healthier, and just thicker and just fuller because I'll tell you what, the vitamins and the nutrition, all the good stuff is in this food that your dog needs to grow a healthy set of fur, live a long, healthy life, and be your best friend forever. You can also use our code VOMSHOW to save up to 50% off your first order and get free shipping for a limited time. Go to nom.com and tell them the nerd sent you. This podcast is also brought to you by our friends over at Binoid.com, makers of the finest THC product on the market. They've been longtime sponsors of the show and also been providing me the greatest THC product on the market. I absolutely love Binoid. We've been with them for quite a while now, and they've been good to us. And oh my goodness, I love their product. I started off with the capsules, then I moved on to the vape pens, then I started rolling my own with, with the flower, then I got the pre-rolls because I got lazy. Doesn't matter. This stuff is absolutely amazing and will make you feel good in many different ways, mentally, physically, and it will just improve the quality of your life. You have to try this stuff out. It is changing the way people are living their lives. Binoid, B-I-N-O-I-D.com, and also our sister website because it's so big. There's so much business. We had to open up another website, Blooms Hemp, B-L-O-O-M-Z Hemp.com. You can get wax dabs, pre-roll flour, capsules. You can get the cigarettes. You can get the pre-rolled blunts. You can get the the vape cartridges. You can get the uh, gummy bears, the gummy worms, the sour diesel patch. You can get the, uh, the the wax, the dabs, all the hoodads and all that shit. I don't even understand. There's so many different ways now to get THC in your system. It's blowing my mind. You can even get soda cans, seltzer with THC infused in it. This stuff will get you laced up. And I will also tell you a little secret here. We now have psychedelic mushrooms in three different flavors, milk chocolate, dark chocolate, and white chocolate. This stuff will send you straight to heaven if you have a couple of bites. It is phenomenal product. Very safe and secure, lab-tested THC. And, oh my goodness, I can't believe it. We have mushrooms. I will say it again. This stuff is phenomenal. You have to check it out right now and use our code NERD to save 10% and get free shipping on any order at Binoid.com and Bloom's Hemp. On with the show! What's going on, everybody? It's another episode of the often imitated, never duplicated Voices of Misery podcast. And of course, I'm one half your dynamic duo, the nerds. I'm the nerd, and you are. Nerdette. And we're both watching Back to the Future <laughs> for the fucking one million time. Can you believe it's on the television? It's, it's a good like, movie. It's like the old days. Yeah. Remember that shit? It was like the only thing that was ever on cable TV, no matter what day of the week it was. There was always Back to the Future on somewhere at some time. And they always had it on. Every single fucking time. But <laughs> yeah. This isn't about Back to the Future. What the hell are you up to? What's been going on? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. 
How's your weekend been so far? I mean, it's been, uh, it's, it's Sundays we're recording this show. Everyone knows we record our Monday show on a Sunday and it's been a really good weekend. It's been, yeah, it has been a good weekend. Like I, I can't complain. It's been very relaxing. I'm not working, which is great. I took another three day weekend off. I took a, a Friday at your behest. Oh, I, I knew it was going to get thrown in my face. You didn't Shut have to try up. too hard. I'm not saying you had to try hard. This is what happened. Thursday night, I was sitting on the couch and you came out for the upteenth time. And I'm like, oh, tomorrow's the first. That means you get another day. And you, you looked at me and you're like, why? Do I need, should I take it off? Do you want me to take it off? And I'm like, no, I, I was just making a comment like, oh, mm-hmm. you get one every month. So tomorrow you're going to get another day. Should I take it off? And like, I'm like, just go take it off. So, well, you mentioned you mentioned uh, like we can get some stuff done. I think. Yeah, early in the morning, like grocery shopping or whatever. Yeah, but so, yeah, and, and then it. it's well, you told me to. Well, you know <laughs> you're, what? You're never gonna have these days. I ain't complaining. <laughs> it's fucking nice, man. It was really nice, and uh, Friday was a was a good day because all we did was we kind of hung out. We went grocery shopping, did that whole thing. We finally figured out what the hell they were doing at that damn Walmart store. And they're like destroying it. Yeah, the green Walmart is becoming like a. A mini blue Walmart. I don't like it. I don't know what they're doing. Like, half the parking lot is full of, like, um, storage pods, like, units all over the place. And they were sitting there for a couple weeks. And then we went in Friday morning. And, like, all the aisles look different. Mm -hmm. Like, they're turned a different way. They're, like, what is happening? And that's the grocery store. That's our grocery store. (laughs) Used to be. They made a fucking mess. I did read an article, uh, actually, a little while ago about this. And... They were saying something about these big box stores. They're all going smaller now. So, like, those super Walmarts are shrinking your stores. So, it looks like that may be what they're doing here. Yeah. Yeah. Because people like quick. They like to get in. They like to find their shit and like to get out. They don't want to be in a but big football like to, field store. I'd also like to have all my items in one place. So, yeah. if you're making it smaller, then that. Yeah. I mean, it's bad enough now that, like, we still end up going to three different grocery stores. Because each one sells something different. One key item, too. Yeah. Our favorite item is sold at individual stores. There's, a, there's a chicken that I like that's only at the Blue Walmart. Mm-hmm. Your stuff is at Food Lion. Yeah, our kid, too. The majority of the grocery shopping is at Green Walmart. Mm-hmm. All over the fucking <laughs> because place. Because it's man, all fucking time. cheap. So, I don't know. It just sucks. And now you're making it smaller. And, like, I don't know. It's well, I know a lot of people can relate, though. Because there's some people that go grocery shopping just like me. They'll leave their house like every other day to go you know, grab a couple things here and there. And they're always going to a different store because it's the way it is now. They spread shit out. It's there's too many. Ridiculous. There's I know. There's way too many grocery stores. Oh, shit. You, you wouldn't be able to fucking tell by the prices. I mean, the prices are still ridiculous. You'd think with more grocery stores, there'd be more competition, which means lower prices. Yeah, no. Hell to the fuck no, man. It seems like you spend $100 and it's like you got one bag full of things. And before, they used to... I know, I'm sorry to sound like an old man. We used to be able to get a decent amount of groceries for three hundred bucks. You can like probably fill up your fridge, you know. And now you can barely even, you know. Yeah, that's that's a week worth of groceries here. It's ridiculous. No, and that's not and that's really not grabbing everything that we actually need. Yeah. So stupid. Yeah, it sucks. But whatever. I was I was counting in my head. There's four grocery stores in in this where we live. Yeah. Four. At, at least three alone on this freaking street. Yeah. Stupid. Three of them, and I believe a couple of them are repeats. There's two food lines, or some shit like oh, that. So right? that's there's five. like two. There's like two of the same one, which is crazy. I don't know how the hell they do that. It's like you got a competitor right up the road. I don't know why. You would think you you think you'd want to limit it. Like if I was a big CEO, yeah. I wouldn't be like, hey, we need more WalMarts in the same time. Like no, we can put one Walmart every like you know ten to fifteen miles from each other. Maybe I don't know. Make it convenient. So like, hey, this town can have one. A town or two over can have one. A town or two over from that can have one. Maybe that. 
When you see like multiple, like this town, we've got like two or three Walmart. It's like, why? Why the fuck do you have so many? Three blue Walmarts, yeah. Why the fuck do you have so many of them? You know, it's crazy. And there's at least two green. I, and then- I'm, I'm in favor of more companies to like maybe get rid of two of those Walmarts and put two different stores so they can compete and the prices will go down. You would think that would just be a fair market, but not the way we do shit here anymore. It's a fucking weird world and I don't recognize it, but what have you been doing? Have you been doing anything? No. I've been enjoying myself, man. Yeah. I finished a bunch of fucking series. Did you? A bunch. I watched a lot of shit, so I just want to make sure you got your stuff out of the way first before I hop into some of these. Yeah, no. So I finished Mr. Robot, and the best part about this series was an ALF cameo. You remember ALF the alien? Yeah. I'm sitting there watching the show, and there's this one scene where the main character, Elliot, is, like, incapacitated, and he's a fucking mental... Like, he, he's a psycho, man. This guy's got a split personality, multiple personalities. He has no idea who the hell he is. He's got, like, different, you know, uh, characters that he created to help him deal with trauma in his life. Like, he's got a mom and dad. His, his dad's alive in his head. He's talking to his sister and himself as a kid. It's weird. But in one of the scenes, he's, like, knocked out, and all his personalities are, are there. And it's, like, filmed... I, I think you might have come in here at a certain point. It looked like I was watching something from the 80s, like an old 80s sitcom, and it was on the TV. Yeah. And, uh, and Alf was in that episode. So I'm like, holy shit. And it was an actual actor who played Alf. I thought that was really cool. I wanted to call that out. I have to give this series like a right down the middle grade. It's, it, it just gets a C. It, it, it can't get anything higher than that. It can't get anything lower than it because it was a good show. But, I mean, I don't want to say too much because I'll, I'll give away the ending. But it's one of those things that reminds me of like Matrix and all those other things where you're told everything's not real. This isn't real. That's not real. So it's like when you find out that things aren't real, it makes you wonder what the fuck you've been watching this whole time. What was real? What wasn't real? It's not one of those aha things. It's becoming more and more frequent with TV where you're watching it and you're like, okay, what the hell was I watching? What's going on now? And they overcomplicate things and you have to figure it out after you've watched it. I don't like shit like that. I like shows that when you watch it, you see the ending and you're like, okay, I get it. Yeah. With this one, it was just kind of like, what the fuck? You know, it was just one of those things where you can kind of tell it was rushed. I'll give that one a C right down the middle. Uh, we also tried watching Aquaman 2. That is the big one. It was on Max. Did you even see Aquaman 1? I saw Aquaman 1, and it was, meh, it was uh, kind of okay. 2 was this big movie that premiered on Max, so let's check this out, right? Love superhero stuff. It's Aquaman, though. Halfway through the movie, and that's generous if I made it halfway. Don't even, I couldn't tell you one thing that happened. It was just such a shitty movie. They definitely tried to do the comedy part that Marvel does, overdoes. Mm-hmm. Superheroes don't have to be funny all the time, man. They're not all fucking stand-up comedy acts, you know? Just, can we stop doing that in superhero movies? They don't all have to be funny. Everybody's a goofball. Every single person plays every superhero the same exact fucking way. They're all goofballs. All of them. They're all goofballs or wise-asses or smart smart Alex. Every one of them. Tell me one that's not a smart-ass. Seriously, tell, give me one fucking superhero. It, it seems like they all are. Every one of them. It's so ridiculous. Turned it off. The jokes weren't funny. It just didn't hit at all. It was fucking terrible. <clears throat> the guy who plays Aquaman was a fucking piece of shit of an actor. It sucks. Just fucking <laughs> sucks, man. Terrible fucking choice. The guy who plays his brother, Black Manta, who played in those Insidious movies, Patrick something, he would have been a better Aquaman. He looks like the Aquaman from the comics. Yeah. This I don't know, man. This fucking guy. He's a fucking shitty, fucking god-awful movie. I would put this with Wonder Woman 1984 is like fucking, what the fuck did I watch? At least I made it through that one. This one I couldn't. Aquaman 2 is one of the worst superhero movies ever fucking made by far. And I'm not even going to talk about it anymore. It's terrible. 
Uh, what else been watching? So, Sex in the City. I'm on season two, episode two. I actually know I'm a little bit past that now, but no, seriously, this show is fucking amazing, man. It's one of those ones that I, got, I think I got a little bit past season three. I think I might have gotten midway through season three and I stopped watching it and I couldn't remember why I stopped watching it, but I always liked the show. I, I, I liked it. I, I did. Something happened. I just stopped watching the show. Lost HBO. I, well, I asked you, what year was it? Yeah, it was a, it was a while ago. I because don't remember. Because it could have when you moved to New York. Maybe. I don't think I was watching it was brand new. I think I was watching it in syndication. I don't remember. It's It's been so long, man. It's, it's yeah. been well over 15 years since I've watched this fucking show and decided to go back and rewatch it. And we've got new people watching the show, too. Uh, new people came into the chat. We were having a good conversation about Sex in the City. Um, our pal Scott was making fun of me. He said I was a, a full-fledged gay now. What the hell they called me? Like, remember the Pink Brigade or something? like? I don't know what the hell he said. I can't remember. He said I'm being transformed. So, therefore, I guess if this puts me over the edge for liking Sex in the City, then girlfriend, get me some earrings because I love this show. It's really good. And uh, our new friend of the show, Missy, uh, is starting to watch that one. And also watching One Tree Hill, which is great. Mm-hmm. That are, you know, talking about TV shows, getting people to watch these great shows. And uh, and I believe she gave some really glowing reviews on uh, the show. So yep. haven't heard anything about the theme song yet. The greatest theme song of all time in TV <laughs> history. That's what I want to, you know. But um, but no, this show is really good, and I'm looking forward to have more conversations about it because I'm 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 all into the show. It's about four woman friends. Basically, the, the, the series starts off to reevaluate. They're reevaluating their approach to dating, and they want to be more like men. How men can just go around, fuck around, just have a good time with no repercussions, no strings attached. That's how it started off, and they're going out there, and they're dating these different guys, and you see how they're talking about them behind their backs to each other, and it's kind of like peeking behind the curtain as to like what women back then were kind of like in that area of New York, I guess. I don't know. Um, really cool. They're, they're, they're all successful women, sort of, in their fields, and they just get together, they hang out, and they have good conversations. It's really funny stuff. Definitely see the appeal of it back then. It does reek of, like, 90s, and when you're watching it, you can feel that nostalgia. Like, it almost transports you back to that time, you know, when New York was yeah. the way it was. That's how I feel watching it. I was in that area around that time, like, in the New York, New Jersey area, and it just kind of feels different watching it, I guess. And uh, really good stuff. And, of course, I'm Team Charlotte. I always was. I'm a big fan of Kristen Davis. She actually was born and raised down here, somewhere down here in South Carolina, which is pretty interesting, so... Fucking love the show, man. I'm definitely going to finish it. I'll probably finish it this week. I can't stop watching it. Really good stuff there. So definitely wanted to talk about that one. And that's about it for me and watching things. I, I watched something else, too. I just can't remember what the hell it was. It was a movie. I, I don't know. It was like a generic horror movie. No big fucking whip there. No, no loss. But I am looking forward to this week. This is going to be a good fucking week, man. We were talking about it earlier. There's a lot of good stuff coming. I got a game coming out on Tuesday oh, that right. I get. The one I pre-ordered is coming out. Um, a lot of good fights coming up this weekend too. Some fights I've been waiting to watch. Like Friday, there's a big boxing match on uh, Francis Ngannou versus uh, uh, AJ. What the fuck is his name? Anthony Joshua. This guy's a fucking built like a brick shit house, but he had a little bit of a rough patch and he he got knocked out by some dude he was supposed to kill. Starting to get back a little bit of a career resurgence, but he's fighting against this guy from the UFC who's a fucking badass. He's a monster fucking knocked the world champion down Tyson Fury in his first ever boxing fight and it's like holy shit who is this guy you know we know he's a good MMA fighter but to see him cross over into someone else's sport and fucking take it to him was huge so now this fight against another real boxer is going to be fucking huge because we see this guy can, can do some damage in a real boxing fight now he's going to fight against someone else so 
Can't wait to see that one. It's going to be good. And there's some UFC events coming out, too. It's going to be a really good week, man. I'm excited. So I'm not excited for work. That part sucks. But other than that, we got a lot of good things going on. I think you finally settled on a color. Yeah, we'll see. We, I got a month, man. How sold are you on this? I don't know. Like 90%. Yeah. Well, everything's looking good. I'm 100% sold on my color. We're getting our house painted uh, first week of April. Hopefully sooner if things, you know, take cancellations or whatever, but... Got to come with some colors, and I'm going charcoal. And for some reason, it's like when I mention charcoal, it's like, whoa, it's not a good color for a bathroom. Like, what the fuck? I mean, it, I, I think it's a good color. Don't you think so? Charcoal. It's, it's gonna dark. Be, well, what, what, and the bathroom is small. Well, talk me out of it. Can you talk me out of the charcoal? You can do whatever you want. I, I'm I never use this bathroom except for in the middle of the night. Yeah. So what's wrong with the dark bathroom? I mean, you you do you. What, What's wrong whatever. with it, though? Can it's you just very dark. Charcoal is, like, dark. What's wrong with a dark bathroom, though? Like, I, I seriously want to know. If you anybody out there knows. Something. you got to you got to do something. Like, yeah, you, it's called you a wanna, light switch. No. You want to get a shelf in there, and you're like, should I get white or black? I'm like, if you're going charcoal, then you get white. Mm-hmm. Like, it can't be black on black on black. Yeah. Like, that's, that's crazy. Well, you would think that it would look cleaner if it's all black, you know? You don't have to do as much, I guess, upkeep. But if it's white, everything shows, right? I don't know. It, listen. Or if it's a light-colored wall and every bathroom. little thing shows on it, wouldn't <laughs> that be the, the, the case here? Isn't that what happens? Uh, oh, God. I don't know. I don't know, man. But we got a little friend outside in her backyard waiting for us. A fucking another snake. These son of a this bitches. This fucking snake is pissing me off. This, this, It's the same one because it's <laughs> got the same fuckers. mark on it. I, like, I'm just, I'm pissed off. Like, freaking leave. I'm getting pissed. I want to go out there with the fucking rake and fling it across the freaking yard. We can do that I'm right after really the show. I'm serious. Right after the show, I am ready to murder like, the son of a bitch. I understand animals are going to be around and blah, blah, blah. Like, I get it. Well, but we have dogs that need to get the fuck out there and go to the bathroom. And I'm not stepping foot in that yard if there's a freaking snake. So... Like, I'm, I'm just aggravated today. I'm this sick is like of the it. third day in a fucking row. I'm feeling rage thinking about these things. And you want to know something? People are like, oh, protect the animals. But you know what? That thing would bite me if I was standing too close to it. So, therefore, I have full right to fucking chop like, this fucking thing off. I can think of myself because it's, it's sitting in the one spot where the dogs have yeah. to, like, they have to get out there. I mean, you ain't biting my dog. And I'm like, well, this rig, I could really just fling it somewhere. Or I'm thinking the shovel just fucking chop its little head off with the shovel. I'm just like, you know what? You, like, and Why? The bird feeders aren't back there anymore, so they're what's just, happening? They're just fucking obnoxious. They are. They're, they're, they're nasty little creatures. I, and I bet someone's listening to this show right now with their pet snake around their neck that's slowly contemplating wrapping <laughs> itself around and just choking the life out of its owner because they have no loyalty. I don't know, man. But other than that, everything else is pretty good, man. It's dealing with the old family stuff still, you know, just waiting to see what the hell happens next and as the world turns in my fucking life and... Yeah, that's been quiet for over a week now. Yeah, and the quieter it is, the more I'm worried. So i yeah. got to make some phone calls and uh, see what the hell's going on here. But, I mean, that's just one of the crazier... I couldn't even... I could do a whole podcast on that. Seriously, just talking yeah. about that. That's why I don't really get go into depth on it. Because I could spend the whole time talking about how much I hate people and going on about the lessons of fucking greed and shit. You know how fucking terrible people are in life. And it's just not even worth going down that path right now. And... There's no time, actually. we got a fully loaded show ahead of us here, and i got some really good topics. What about you? What you got today? Anything good? Uh, just a couple quick things. A couple quick things? Yeah. Are you ready to hop on into it here? Mm-hmm. Oh, speaking of which, man, the freaking live show was a lot of fun. Did you have fun on the live show on Friday? I had a lot of fun. Yeah. Oh, my podcast came back. Like it, oh, good. It seriously popped up this week, and I was so freaking happy yesterday. I'm glad. I'm glad for you. Did you listen to it already? Oh, of course. Good. So the dude took two weeks off and, like, popped back up. I'm like, well, it's a two-week break. That's not long enough. <laughs> to be 
something didn't go right. Oh, Jesus. But we'll see. Well, I wonder if he went to this place on his vacation when he was away. Did you hear about this Willy Wonka chocolate factory experience? Yeah, I did. Dude. Yeah. I mean, the pictures don't do it justice. It is one of the most ghetto-ass fucking exhibits I've ever seen. It's It reminds me of someone trying to decorate for Halloween, and they turn their garage into, like, a spooky thing. You see the guy's fucking tools in the back and shit, and it's like, oh, look, there's a ghost, but there's also, you know, his fucking wife's failed pregnancy test and the garbage behind him. It's like some things aren't supposed to be there, you know? This place was fucking awful. It was just a warehouse that people walked into and just random things were like stuck to the wall with like scotch tape and shit. It was really cheap looking. So organizers behind the disastrous Willy Wonka's chocolate experience in the United Kingdom issued an apology on Friday nearly a week after attendees slammed the awful event. In a lengthy post on Meta, a statement from the Glasgow-based House of Illuminati with director Billy Cool read, I want to extend my sincerest apologies to each and every one of you who was looking forward to this event. I understand the disappointment and frustration this has caused, and for that I am truly sorry. So these organizers, they use artificial intelligence to create this experience. So they basically, like, fed lines to an AI machine, like, this is what it's supposed to be. And it spit out these, like, wonderful images, like, really cool-looking cartoon images of, like, wonder and bewilderment and all sorts of cool shit, like Willy Wonka. You go into a place, and things are supposed to happen. You know, like, plants got fucking, they're, like, edible gummy bear plants or singing songs and shit. That's what you think when you think Willy Wonka. Not this fucking place. So they showed up there with their kids, these parents. They paid $44 for each ticket. No matter how old you were, the ticket was $44. The event looked nothing like this was supposed to be. It was so bad that parents called the fucking police within minutes of arriving. What the hell are the police supposed to? I don't know. You know, like, you bought a ticket to go to something. They they are putting on a show for you. Yeah. It may not be what was advertised, but is that a police issue at that point? You show up and you go, all right, get the, you know, you spent money on a bad product, right? Go write a bad review on Yelp like anybody else, you prick. Are the police allowed to shut it down now? Can they can they do that? I think they just shoved to make sure no one fought over this. I think that's what oh, they did. Okay. Because, like, what can you really do? Like, hey, I, I paid. No I mean, because, like, at that point. Can you just go to a movie theater and be like, yeah, I paid $20 for this movie ticket. It sucked. They won't give me my money back. Yeah. I'm going to call the police. Like, people really misuse that 911 number. They just don't, they, they just call for for everything. I would love to be a dispatcher. Be like, I'm not going to send a cop because you're fucking upset that someone changed the channel on the TV, you know? <laughs> so anyway, this guy, he wanted to make this big statement. He says, I asked for a bit of time to process everything that happened. Everyone will be getting full refunds. Uh, the UK event promised attendees that they visit a universe where confectionery dreams are brought to life. Sad thing was, was there was no chocolate bars at this venue. They were walking around with a half cup of fucking juice that they gave to the kids. Yeah. A half cup of lemon juice and like a fucking like cheap plastic cup. And they gave them one jelly bean each. One jelly bean. The kids got one little tiny jelly bean each that some fucking weird woman who looked like she was a prostitute was walking around handing out to them. It was like Fire Festival. <laughs> worse. This is worse, man. I'm a huge they Willy Wonka fan. They paid all that fan. money to get some awesome experience. They get a cheese sandwich. Dude, there was one Oompa Loompa there that went viral, and she's got this look on her face like, please, just end my life now. She looks like she wants to die, and it, it and she's got like smoke around her and beakers. It looks like she's an Oompa Loompa that retired from the chocolate factory and is now running a meth lab in her basement. It looks that bad. You've, people, you got to check this shit out online. It's the Willy Wonka chocolate experience in Glasgow. And man, if you're a big Willy Wonka fan, you watch the video. There, There's tons of videos circulating online. This is one of the most fucking pathetic things ever. Did you like that movie growing up as a kid? I just said I loved it. Oh, I'm 
I zoned out. People, she says, I don't <laughs> listen to her. We have proof now, people. Everyone's like, wow. I, I never liked it. Yeah. I, th- I just never liked mm. it. And the newer one, which isn't really new at this point anymore. I never saw that one. Where I think Johnny Depp was in it or something. I don't know. Oh, but I, I Johnny Depp. Yeah, I, I never liked Willy Wonka. I liked him in 21 Jump Street. That was it. Pirates of the Caribbean were good movies. And he was decent in them. But, I mean, 21 Jump Street was, was it for me. That was my shit back in the day. I don't know about this fucking experience, though, man. Willy Wonka, my favorite character, was, was Mike TV. A little cowboy kid. He's like, hey, I'm Mike oh, TV. Okay. I'm on TV, everybody. Yeah, it was fucking great, man. And yeah. of course, everyone liked Rook Assault. Yeah. She was a favorite one. And then Charlie and his grandpa were drinking the fucking drink, and they were they had the burp to fall down. Yeah. I, I just would have let one rip. I'm like, fuck, you want me to come down there quick, man? Bombs away, motherfucker. Yeah, I don't know. All right, so let's get on to something a little bit more lighthearted here. Married Missouri principal got his teacher in his school district pregnant. Then he paid someone to kill her. Cornelius Green pled guilty to federal murder for hire charges. A uh, former middle school teacher pled guilty to federal murder for hire charges after hiring someone to kill his girlfriend and unborn child. According to the plea agreement reviewed by People, Cornelius Green, who worked for St. Louis Public Schools in Missouri, paid a man $2,500 to kill Jocelyn Peters, who was 27 weeks pregnant with Green's child. So that's almost seven months pregnant right there. You had seven months. Yeah. I'm, I'm not saying seven months to kill her, but I'm just like, you had seven months to like get over the fact that you're having a kid and be like, hey, this might not be so bad. Seven months? Seven months? You're a fucking dad, dude. I mean, be happy about it. Yeah, but some, some aren't. Some, I get some it. Some don't want that at all. I get it, man. It ain't easy. I mean, it, it is easy, but and it ain't easy if you don't want it. I can't. I couldn't imagine not wanting these kids and and being out the hospital. I had to pay for these fucking. I don't even want. You know what I mean? I, I couldn't imagine having that mindset. But if you try to put yourself in that mindset, it must be torture, right? Like you're this guy who's like, oh my god, my life is over. Because that's the first thing these guys think. They're like, oh my life is over. I'm gonna be broke. Yeah. Because it's because it's selfish. The first thought is me, me, me. You're not thinking about the woman that you impregnated or the child that's in their belly that's festering and growing and shit. You know, you think about you. <laughs> It's always it's it's always you. It's like me, me. Oh, I'm I. I can't get any more ass. Like, dude, that was the first piece of ass you ever got. You lucky she gave it to you. You can get more if you fucking keep the kids. She'll give it to you more often. You know, you just stay with the woman. Actually, no, that's not the case. We all know that. Yeah, no. The only reason you want to get is to get knocked up, and that's it. And, and then that's don't it. Touch me. The shop is closed. It's we can done. speak from experience. Please. But there you go, man. What do you think about this fucking guy? Fucking loser. Piece of shit, man. Yeah. He was married to another woman at the time, but was engaged in romantic relationships with several other women. So that explains See, that's it. his problem. He didn't want to get caught. That explains it. <laughs> Fucking idiot. I mean, now, pardon me, naive. Like, this is just me. I don't know if I'm naive or stupid. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm probably both. But my thing is, like, you have someone in the household who is willing to put out for you. Why, why do you go out the house? Maybe to she get wasn't. this, maybe she wasn't. But I'm saying, like, she has the same body parts as the other people do, right? Right. She's a woman. She has a vagina. You can make that work. You can, you can make it work, right? You can make it work. Why do you have to go? I had just multiple women. Yeah. I mean, I could see if every woman brought something different to the table. It's all the if same you're going shit. Out of the house. I don't know. Why not be careful? Go like a couple hours away, town away, same town probably too. Well, according to the court documents, Green allegedly provided uh, Cutler with keys to a car in Peter's apartment before traveling to Chicago so he could have an alibi. 
Okay, so he, he, he was... All right. Prosecutors alleged that Cutler then earned Peter's apartment on March 24th and shot her in the head before calling Green to inform him he had done it. Same day, Green bought a train ticket and returned to St. Louis and went to Peter's apartment, then reported to authorities that she had been killed. According to the plea deal, Green expects to be sentenced to life in prison for murder for hire and conspiracy to commit murder for hire. If he's sentenced to life, state prosecutors will drop murder charges against him, for which he could have faced the death penalty. I mean, why do these guys fight the death penalty? If, if you're going to be in prison for life, be like, why, why fight it? I don't, know. I don't know. It's pretty fucked you, up. You want to talk about how it has become apparent that I'm the one that's being haunted? Oh, that. Oh, so you don't want to talk about this guy? You want to talk about you getting haunted? No, this, because this like guy. my back started, my yeah. like area started hurting again. And oh, I, okay. So and I kept messing with it. And yesterday, right, I'm sitting on the couch, and for no freaking reason, the back of my shoulder and like my arm just started burning like bad. Like, it hurt. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I'm, like, feeling back there. And, like, I feel ridges. And I'm like, what the hell is that? So I come in here and I'm like, you have to, because it's hard for me to see. I'm like, you have to tell me what the hell is on my back. And I have nothing but claw marks all over Mm -hmm. my shoulder. And they're nasty. I don't understand where the fuck they came from. And I was sitting on the couch, and like out of nowhere, it just started burning. And yeah. I didn't scratch myself. I didn't like bump into anything. Like, where do these scratches come from? And so we were discussing it yesterday. I'm like, even if it was in the middle of the night, and like you happened to do it when I was sleeping or something, I'm wearing a shirt, mm-hmm. so it, that wouldn't have happened. I don't have nails anyway that do that. Yeah, so I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> like getting really like I'm now being attacked. <laughs> those aren't, and, and I'm going to be it honest with you. Like looking at those, like look. those aren't from a human being. And I'm just being honest with you. Like I could take a picture of this and like post it even like just of your arm. Yeah, it's if not. people want to see it because it is really one of those weird ones. Like it looks like you were crawling through like a fence or something and like got like cut. It's jagged. They're jagged and they're straight. They're perfectly like. They're perfect cuts. They're not like a fingernail cut. You could tell like a fingernail cut would be thicker. Those are finer cuts, and it's just really weird. It's so it's bizarre. Claw, it's almost like a claw mark. And I, I came in here because I wanted to make sure I wasn't bitten by something and because yeah. it was burning so bad. And you're like, no, there's no bite. It's there's just no a bite. bunch of claw marks. And I'm like, well, we don't have a fucking... like. The, it certainly wasn't the dogs. The dogs no, aren't like that. the dogs never jump on me. Dogs don't jump on you. There's nothing in this house that you could have rubbed up against or bumped into. You didn't fall or anything. There's nothing in the car. And it happened out of nowhere. I was on the couch. And like it, boom! You like weren't all of a sudden carrying anything. You weren't moving anything. No. You weren't doing anything physical. That, that is one of those weird things. Like maybe you scratch yourself at night, but even those aren't fingernail cuts. It's really, really weird. So it's, it's fucking me, weird. man. I'm smelling a stupid smell that, like, it's just ridiculous. I was and stoned now- last <laughs> night, of course. So I'm like, I'm like, dude, you get the fuck out of this room. You got this scent. Of like some old woman following you around in random rooms of the house where there shouldn't be that smell doesn't exist in this house, but it's following you. You were outside smoking, it was outside. Yeah. You were in you were in the snack cabinet, it was in the snack cabinet, and now you now you have a demon claw because you've been marked by the demon to put its hand on you. It's not it marked good. you it marked you. It's not looking good for me. The demon so. might listen, I have some friends that I can reach out to that might be able to repossess. I have a actually the demonologist dude, he might be able to he might be able to send one of those little voodoo dolls over here to get this thing out of here. I don't know what's happening. It ain't and normal. now I have snakes. Like, seriously, snakes Dude, are oh, back in the fucking yard. Okay, let me just like, throw this I'm out. I'm going to die. No, let me throw this out at you, okay? 
You got fucking a weird smell of a ghost. Can we just talk about those people for a minute? You got a weird smell of a fucking grandmother. Yeah. In this house and only places that you visit. Yeah. I never smelt it outside. You smell it wherever you go. Yeah. I did smell it once though. We had a handprint the size of a child's hand in a place that no one's hand can ever reach it in our bathroom a while back. Now we've got this fucking phantom like mark on you that's like a, a, a nice long slice, a few yeah. different slices in your arm. Like where could that have come from? It's the weirdest thing ever. The light and was now, flashing for a while. Remember the that? The light was flashing. Power was going out. Internet. And now we've got snakes yeah. coming to you where you hang out in the backyard. Yeah. I don't. You're I don't. fucking evil, man. You've got to go. <laughs> People think it's me. Like no, it's you, motherfucker. I'm protected. Oh God. I told I told him last night, like as I was leaving the room, like just so you, know, if something happens to me, make sure you point out the marks on the back of my shoulder, because I don't know what's happening. No, because then they're gonna think I did it. <laughs> Who the fuck? The first thing's gonna happen is woman's fine. There's blood all over the walls and the ceiling, sir. And you're the only person in the room with her. I've seen these movies. The guy always gets thrown in jail. You didn't see Nightmare on Elm Street when they fucking put Rod when Tina got ripped up on top of the thing and Rod was in jail. Like I didn't fucking do it. And Freddie got him too. I don't want Freddie getting me. I don't know, man. <laughs> Someone's got to take care of the kids. Fucking mess. Oh, All right. well. well, fuck that last story. <laughs> <laughs> he got some girl pregnant. He's in prison. I'd rather take the death penalty. <laughs> what do you got? Uh, Connor Licka, who's 21, walked into a Porsche dealership in Louisville, Kentucky, last week and sought to purchase a car with a $78 million check. Ooh, that's it. Like, that's not going to sh- have any red flags or anything. Fuck. You can just cash it. You can cash it anywhere. When told by employees at Bluegrass Motorsport that they were not going to sell him the vehicle, Licka allegedly walked to the parts department uh, looking for keys. He ignored requests to leave the dealership until he got his vehicle, according to a police citation. Fearing that something bad was going to happen because of Licka's behavior, a worker called cops, who arrested Licka after he again refused to depart the Porsche dealership. Charged with criminal trespassing and disorderly conduct, both misdemeanors, Licka is scheduled to appear in district court a day before trying to pass the $78 million check. Licka attempted to purchase a vehicle from a nearby Land Rover dealership. He was only carrying a check for $12 million that day. That's it. Cheapskate. Like, really? What like, what is... Like... I know. He's a fucking idiot. Like, Ooh, how dumb are you? Man... That's the million-dollar question. Some people out there are just really fucking stupid, man. <laughs> you know what? I, I think that if you're truly a dumb person, you think you can outsmart regular people because you don't know what being smart's like, so you think they're on the same level as you. I think possibly that's what has to you know, be a part of this whole equation here. Yeah. Because if you're a fucking idiot and you're like, hey, man, I don't fucking know much. What if I write this check? I've seen people write checks, and people just get money back. When they hand a check over, they get handed money. I, I, I need money. And he came up with that random number, and he thought it would just work, because he's stupid. Pretty funny, though, I think, right? What, what, what if it would have worked? Well, like, the car is not worth $78 million, Yeah. Right? So hmm. why would you make it... Do you think they're just going to give you cash for the... Change. Like, if they have that there? Yeah, that was to give you change. It's back. not a bank. Oh, like, man. it's weird. It's just such yeah. a random amount. Yeah. Because that's not the price of the car. I'm sure they're super expensive, but I don't think they're $78 million fucking dollars. You should know so, the workaround. You've got to write the check for $599.99 because anything over $600 gets you flagged by the feds now, these fucking assholes. Weird. Fucking scumbags. 
That's fucking stupid. Well, I got one here for you that I think is sure to knock your, your socks off. And this one was sent in. Actually, this one was uh, sent in on Twitter. We were added on this story. Whatever the, whatever the fuck. That, you were added. That means like you get a, a notification. Yeah. You click on it and something somebody wants you to see something is what it is essentially. They wanted me to thank, see this thank, one. Thank you for explaining that. Well, they wanted me to I don't know. Maybe there's someone else that doesn't give a fuck about Twitter out there. <laughs> so Dutch manufacturer who created the world's first baby sex doll is now offering dog sex dolls for zoo files. What? Why would you make a baby sex doll? Why would you make them a dog and sex now doll? A dog like what is happening? The author of a book on abuse and sex dolls is sounding the alarm about a company offering customizable canine dolls for zoo files. Earlier this week, Caitlin Roper took the X to call out Mythical Creations, a company owned by a man previously exposed for manufacturing custom infant and toddler dolls for pedophiles, after she learned that it had also begun producing penetrable uh, dog toys for zoo files. A manufacturer of toddler and infant sex dolls uh, who invites male customers to send in a photo of the child they want their doll to look like oh is now God. selling customizable dog sex dolls, she warned. How is this happening? This is even hard to read. I'm like choking up the words. It's like, it's, it's just fucking How disgusting. is that allowed to happen? That these are being made? I mean, you have to pay with these for a credit card, you would assume. You can't send cash for these. Right? For production to start, you probably got to pay with a credit card. Right. I say you seize the credit card information of every transaction. Every single one of these transactions. And you fucking find whoever the hell bought these things. You, you track them down. You track down the people that made it. You fucking put them all in the warehouse. Every single person that bought these things in Korea, put them all in that same warehouse, chain them to something, and then you light the fucking place on fire and watch it burn. That's what you do. That's weird. I mean... You, you, we, we've seen what these toys look like, the regular ones, where it's just like a prosthetic, like a doll rubber thing. I mean, is that what they're doing? Is they're buying, like, little baby dolls, like fucking um, Cabbage Patch Kids? What the fuck, you know? Mythical Creations has an extensive website, an extensive website, an online shop. How is this a, yeah, allowed to stay online? Open? How, how is it? That's weird. How are you allowed to function? I don't know. The only workaround that they could possibly have for it would be they're selling dolls that just happen to be anatomically correct. I mean, maybe that would be their thing. You know how some dolls, they make them, they pee? Yeah. You change their diapers in? I don't know. I, this is, I, I don't know how in this day of age where this is a known about website and it's allowed to operate. How, I don't care what country it's in. Mm-hmm. Why is it allowed to sell shit? Yeah, it should be shut down. It I, needs to be. Dude, I can't buy weed from New York. And have it shipped to South Carolina because it's not legal. But yet you're telling me you can go online and order dog dog sex dolls and baby sex dolls and have them shipped to your house mm-hmm. with no questions being asked. So there are not enough companies willing to create animal sex dolls because it's considered taboo in our society, and rightfully so. We decided to step up to the plate and create the first dog sex dolls, reads their website. If you love the shape of dogs and the beautiful shape of doll alone, we'll turn you on much more than a fleshlight. This can't be real. No. This is this is real. One doll costs twenty eight hundred US dollars with additional options available depending on buyer preference. So here's something about the, the the laws here. So regarding the laws, the company says that their penetrable dogs have been shipped without any problems to the US and Europe. These dolls do not fall under any bestiality laws because they could very well just be considered realistic dolls used for art and photography. So there's their workaround. 
There's their workaround. That's their workaround for it. They're saying the same thing with the baby dolls, too. This has been around for six years now, this website, with no questions asked. Wow. I mean, if you're buying this, obviously this is because you have uncontrollable urges in your brain that are eventually going to come out. You know, I mean, if, if, if you need... It's just, it's it's so bizarre. If you need to have a fucking doll of a dog to have relations with, I mean, what do you like when you're like at a fucking park or something and you're just hanging out and someone walks by with their dog, or like some hot woman walks by with a dog, are you checking out the dog and not the woman? I, I just don't, these people don't need to exist, man. They They don't, they don't need to exist. We can't have people like this in society, man. You can't, you can't. It's just... There's something wrong with these people. You can't be rehabbed. You need to be put on your own little special place away from regular people. You just can't have us mingling with them. It's, they're not they're not there, man. And, I mean, some people would probably try to defend it and say, well, at least you're not doing it to the world. No, that's it, it's a gateway. It is. It really is. I mean, why even take the chance letting these people fucking succeed or fucking you know, function? It's just not even... I don't. I don't know, man. It's fucking disgusting, man. The site should be shut down. I, I don't like it. It's still there. Yeah. The site is still fucking there, man. I don't understand it. But yet I can't buy pot and have it shipped here. You can only have it shipped to certain places where it's legal. But this you can go online anywhere. No questions asked. No one cares. Mm-hmm. It just shows you where our fucking priorities are. So here's another one here for you. Memphis mayor meets with gang leaders to request a ceasefire in an effort to curb the city's gun violence. Do we even have to read any more of the article, or what do you That's find funny. wrong? What do you find wrong about this already? Like, no, you don't negotiate. That's, like, yeah. what the fuck are you doing? You nailed it. You don't negotiate with criminals. <laughs> Can we have a ceasefire for a little bit, please? <laughs> like, no, no. <laughs> I forgot who the hell said it. But it was like we don't negotiate with terrorists. It was like the number one. Yeah, line said for a while. Break. And the thing is, is like, so you are the mayor. You are in control. Everything that happens in town, you have to answer for, right? You invite gang leaders, which means these are, you know who they are, the leaders of gangs. And what are gangs known for? Crime, right? Crime, death, destruction, all sorts of bad things. You bring their leader to you. Request a meeting. You have them right where you want them. You know who they are. You know what they do. You know they're criminals, but yet the mayor has a meeting and asks them politely to stop. You would think the mayor would be like, yeah, we know who they are. We know where to find them. Send in the National Guard. Clean them out. We have a clean city all of a sudden. Why are they so reluctant to pull the trigger? Why are these places... You would think that we can have a very... I mean, I guess you could look at it both ways. We could have a really good society if they did that and sent in the National Guard and just cleaned it up. But then again, we could have a you know totalitarian military environment where they would keep that shit in place because once you give them that power... We saw what happened with COVID. They never want to give it up. Yeah. So it, I guess you have to have the fucking crime. It still makes no sense. But anyway, a record-breaking 398 uh, people fell victim to homicide in Memphis last year. A noticeable jump from the 390 reported five years ago. So they more than doubled. And with more than 600 major event crimes uh, so far in 2024, including at least 40 homicides, Tennessee's second most populous city is off to another turbulent start. So they reached a 17-year high of violent crime, and in order to, to curb this criminality, Memphis Mayor Paul Young took office in January with a focus on public safety. 
recently met with some of the city's highest-ranking gang leaders in Memphis and crafted a ceasefire between the groups for seven days. I know you guys are going to shoot each other and so kill each other. So on day eight, what's going to happen on day eight? They're just going to go freaking nuts. Save all your bullets. <laughs> and on day eight, you go nuts. If this isn't the definition of weak, this is so weak, man. This That's is crazy. He is the weakest fucking governor, mayor, whatever the fuck, in America. Right there. Immediately, take this guy out of office and put someone in there that's going to do something. You know who these people are. I can say it a million times. You know what they're capable of. You know what they've done. And you do this bullshit. My ask for them in the conversation was, can we at least get a seven-day ceasefire where there's no shooting and no killing, he said during a youth developmental panel discussion. And they said, yeah, we'd be willing to do that. And they gave me a couple of caveats. So they gave him the caveats. (laughs) Some of the requested terms included assurances their rival gangs would agree to the ceasefire as well as help getting well-paying jobs and the training needed to access them. Getting help, I mean, you don't need help getting a job. You just need to yeah, fill out an fill application, out application man. and do your best in the interview. So basically, they're asking for, for jobs, but is that going to stop them from... Well, then what, what are the insurances that we give you a job and you're going to stop your, your act because you're going to see that working 40 hours a week, getting bitched at yeah. by a bunch of customers for no money is a lot fucking worse than going out there and doing your gang activities, making a lot more for nothing, you know? I, I, I don't like this idea, man. And, of course, this is what they're going to go with in Memphis. And, and you know, it's going to have great results for seven days. You're not going to see any crime, and then all of a sudden you're going to see crime explode again. It's never going to yeah. end. And you don't fucking bend over backwards because now they know they have the power. Well, now they're just sitting there planning, too, yeah. what they're going to do on that eighth day. Well, now they know they have the power. Like, hey, this, yeah. this guy's kissing our ass. Wait, I'm not in jail. They, they know I, I fucking do gang shit. And he just, the mayor asked me to come there and hang out. This is not the way to do this, man. And, and of, of course, maybe this is why I'm not a politician because I don't because I have fucking ideas like you know stopping this shit. You send to the guard, you fucking you know you have one violent night where the national guard comes in and kicks the doors into these motherfuckers, brings them out forcefully and rounds them up in the, pat, the paddy wagon, followed by a long time of peace because you're going to see kids in the neighborhood that might be living in a household see their big brother get thrown to the ground and fucking pulled out in handcuffs. That's going to stop that kid from living the same life. Yeah. You know, you can you can really fix a lot of problems, but they're never going to do it because they need that shit. They need that. They love it. What do you got? Well, a strip club patron was walloped in the face with a small stack of cash by a female worker who explained to arresting officers that this place, this is a place where money is thrown everywhere. <laughs> so <laughs> it didn't matter if she threw the money at him. Police were summoned late Tuesday night to body talk a topless club in Florida, to investigate an alleged battery on a male customer. The victim, John McKelvey, told cops that he was talking to several employees of the establishment about his career and acknowledged that the women were upset he hadn't provided any tips for them. The 24-year-old McKelvey, apparently uh, ignorant of strict joint etiquette, said that he didn't see any signs stating it was mandatory to tip. A friend of McKelvey's told police that he was drunk and had been talking about having a lot of money and not wanting to provide a tip for the women, Mm. which apparently led to a 9 p.m. confrontation with Victoria Jones, who's 28. Jones told sheriff's deputies that McKelvey was drunk and being rude and had been following employees from table to table, verbally insulting them. Jones, cops say, said she picked up a small stack of money and threw it towards the victim, who was struck in the face with a legal tender. 
she claimed the cash was tossed in a non-aggressive manner, adding that this is a place where money is thrown everywhere. Court records do not indicate in what capacity Jones works at the body talk or how many singles were involved in the alleged crime. McKelvey's friend told investigators that he observed Jones take the money and slap the victim with it. The club surveillance cameras recorded Jones and McKelvey exchanging words before Jones hit the man with the cash and then followed it with an open-hand strike. Mm. Police arrested Jones for battery, a misdemeanor. Uh, she was released from the county jail after posting $500 bond and is scheduled for arraignment on March 15th. If he was harassing all the employees, though, where are the people that are supposed to get rid of scumbag customers like that? Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, this is a strip joint. Don't they usually have some kind of protection in there for the girls? You would think so. Because if this guy was that fucking rude and, like, just following them from table to table to table, like, get rid of the guy. He's yeah. not paying. He's just being obnoxious. I don't I don't understand. Like, oh, That's a know. dangerous job to have, man. I would never want to work in a strip club. I, I don't care what you do there. And, and I used to have a lot of those customers. This is the place I used to work at it was right up the street from where they would all perform. Down here in Myrtle Beach was one street. Yeah. where all the strip clubs are and it was right by where I worked so you'd see them all come in you'd see like the people that worked in the bathroom that would hand mints out and shit and you know you'd, you'd spend some time with them and you'd ask stories because you've got you know killed time you, you ask them questions and whatnot and they would say some pretty crazy shit would go down like girls would have to get escorted out to their car by like 10 guys that work at the club because these people will wait for them yeah it's just crazy like this guy should have been removed from the club and then that wouldn't have happened now mm-hmm. she's arrested because she didn't want to be harassed. People have their shit together. Don't necessarily go to strip clubs. No, no. I'm, I'm serious, man. Like, I mean, like, I don't have my shit together, but I don't go because I got my shit together more than them. I, I don't visit these places. To me, it's a waste of time and, and money. So the people that are going there, I mean, the people that have their shit together that would go would probably be like the office party once every, you know, ten years they might go, or like a bachelor party or something. But the majority of the time, you get these people that will fucking sit there and have lunch. They're regulars. The girls know their name. Social outcast. They don't have anything going on in their life. So when these girls, they see a mark, they will repeatedly go back to that mark and will be like, oh, this guy gave me 100 bucks just to talk to him for 10 minutes. I didn't yeah. have to give him a lap dance. And then she's doing it more and more. This guy's going to obviously get big signals. Oh, she likes me. I'm giving her all this money. Now she owes me something. And that's where the crazy behavior gets into play, you know? And shit like this goes down I had a buddy I told you about him the one that was uh, like in love with the girl I was like dude what the fuck is wrong with you you're giving her money it's like have you fucked her no have you kissed her no Does she know, have you ever been to her place no why are you giving her money you know, it's just like you get, and then you, 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 you lose a friend that way but you gotta have those tough conversations some people are just too dumb for their own good alright so I got another one here for you uh, some people are too dumb for their own good this Oklahoma school is being investigated after a fucking video is being shown of kids licking this is toes. Feet. Yeah, what the fuck is happening? For a fundraiser. Like really, what the hell is happening? Uh, I, this this story was all over the place this morning. Yeah, yeah. Oklahoma authorities are investigating a local high school after footage from a fundraiser appeared to show students sucking and licking one another's toes last week. I would be so pissed. Yeah. Absolutely pissed off. I would go right down to that school and there'd be a fucking problem. I'd be like, who organized this shit? Because that's the pervert right there. You find the person who's, because you know the person who organizes, the, the person with their camera, right right on the shit. They're one hand in their camera, the other hand down their pants. Fucking weird. Yeah, like, who came up with this fucking idea? Exactly. So stupid. I'm, I have absolutely no patience, no tolerance for these people that have these sick thoughts in their head, man. They need to be, this, 
I just can't imagine any rational thinking person saying this is a good idea. Hey, you know, there's, I mean, you, you got to even think, like, even the car wash idea that you saw in all those 80s movies and 70s movies, you think that'd be a little risque, you know, a bunch of high school mm-hmm. girls washing cars in bikinis. In bikinis and but that shit. was always the trope back in the day, and now they suck in toes. Why does it always have to be sexual? Maybe, maybe we were always sexualizing kids, and we just we didn't think about it until recently because now they're in your face with it. Before it was like, oh, look at these girls are raising money for their high school cheerleading outfits. They're having a fucking you know car wash, and they're wearing tops and bikini tops, and the parents are all having a great time too. But then it slowly now we're here. You know, you think this was the process all along that they were conditioning people? I don't know, man. I don't, I don't like this. Like I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Every time you think about something weird that's going on, like you think about the shit that's going on now, you think about the vaccination push, all these other crazy things that's going on, the transgender push, you slowly, you know, like think back, like, okay, so where did it start? You follow the breadcrumbs back and it's like, oh, okay, so maybe we were always doing this. We were conditioning people for always, you know, conditioning them to the shit that we're dealing with now, maybe. I don't know. But anyway, the footage from Deer Creek High School in Edmond, Oklahoma, of all places, shocked and disgusted social media users across the country this weekend. Superintendent Ryan Walter soon announced an investigation into the incident, calling it disgusting. The footage, originally obtained by Fox 25, was taken during a week-long fundraiser for a local coffee shop that employs people with special needs. I mean, so far we're into a good start, right? Yeah, so where did it go wrong? Where did it go wrong here? It's a coffee shop that helps people with special needs. You're like, okay, cool. And then it gets creepy. So students from 9th through 12th grade volunteer to take part in various class competitions that students paid to attend. The video shows student volunteers were paired up, one set sitting on chairs while the others laid down below them and licked peanut butter off of their toes. Yeah, that right there, it's just... It's just gross. What it's happened? It's gross, man. But, like, what happened to the whole cleanliness thing? Remember during COVID, we were told to stay six feet away from each other. Don't cough or sneeze on someone else. Now we got them licking peanut butter off of toes. Did we forget what the hell they were just saying the other day about staying away from each other and now they're doing this? Was it all a fake? Yes, but I mean, seriously, it's just really weird. So this is disgusting. What is with the pe- wasn't there one like last year where they were licking uh, school was licking peanut butter off of glass? They were doing something through glass where they were like their tongues on either side. They weren't yeah. touching, but they were. I mean, it was still. Was it peanut butter? Like I can't like. This one was the students and the teachers. Right. They had to have their tongue on the the, on glass, the glass, like touching through the glass. And they had, to, they had to do man. something. And the people that are setting this up, they you know, man, they had they had ulterior motives doing this. Like, there's mo- it can't be just one person either. Like, yeah. there's there's a board and there, there's principals and teachers that come up with ideas. Like, yeah. no one shut that down and thought that was fucking weird. Yeah, you can't just, out of <laughs> like, nowhere, just pop this shit up. I mean, they all just sat around in a circle and be like, yeah, that's, you know what? That's a really good idea. Yeah. Put peanut butter on kids' feet. Like, uh. <laughs> just what the fuck? I mean, kids are going to be wanting to go to school one day because the teachers are going to be all perverted and shit. You know, kids are stupid. They tell you to do weird shit. They're going to be like, hey, I can't wait to go to school. Why? Because I get to fuck this girl in my class. Like, what? You know, it's just, I, I have no faith in society, man. Like, when did it get so weird? Like, what, what happened? Like, this this wouldn't have happened when I was a kid. I, I can't ever think of a time where this was ever even brought up or anything like this ever happened. It just seems like they're just really throwing out the felt now. I don't know. But this is disgusting. We're cleaning up this fit, this filth in Oklahoma schools or agencies investigating currently. Uh, out, outraged librarian Libs of TikTok soon shared the footage on social media demanding, or demanding to know who approved this. The account mistakenly claimed that the students were paired up with adults in the activity. 
So that explains a lot right there. Huh. That explains a lot. Here, Ted Cruz was going out there saying how disgusting it was, and of course he had to tweet about it because you know that's just what people with fucking power and authority do. They tweet. Yeah. That, that's why. That's another reason why I fucking hate Twitter. Useless fucking politicians out there go online about like, hey, you know that fucking that office that you sit in, you you can actually do something about this, but they're not. So we'll fuck them. And last one I got here for you: the Lake Oswego uh, dad is accused of drugging girls at a sleepover by lacing their smoothies. Unbelievable. The reason why I even bring this one up is because you know it's gonna start getting nicer outside. Summertime is going to be coming up in a couple of months. The kids are going to be out of school. They're going to be hanging out at each other's houses. Now might be a good time to start learning who your child's friends or parents are, you know? Yeah. That would probably be a good idea if they're going to be spending a lot of time. And uh, in today's climate, you just never know. <coughs> can't trust anybody. No. You really can't. I mean, they can hate on you for any reason, especially now. There's so many fucking ways for people to, like, cyberstalk the parents and shit, you know? And if you don't like something, like, let's say if a... Uh, Oh, my daughter's having this kid come over. Oh, she has a fucking Make America fucking great again. Dad, I, I was on this pay. I saw this. Let's, you know, do something. To, I don't know, man. People are just stupid. You know, they let their affiliations dictate their fucking uh, behaviors and whatnot. It's just crazy. But anyway, uh, police have confirmed that the sleepover was at this man's house, uh, Michael Maiden. He's accused of drugging three 12-year-old girls at a sleepover. Multiple media outlets are reporting that he's a father to a girl who hosted a sleepover and the girl's drugged were his daughter's friends. The investigation started on August 26 when Lake Oswego police were called to the Randall Children's Hospital emergency room where three girls tested positive for having ingested benzos. And they don't they just don't get those, you know? Yeah. According to a press release, 57-year-old Biden was indicted for the following. Three counts of causing another to ingest a controlled substance, three counts of an application of a Schedule Four controlled substance, three counts of delivery of a controlled substance to a minor, and more. Um, so these were given to the girls through mango smoothies that he's accused of lacing and serving to them that he prepared himself. You can't even blame the girls in this situation. Because, I mean, they're going to their friend's house and their dad is there giving them drinks that he made. You would just think, oh, he's just cool Well, dad. yeah, you're supposed to be able to trust them. Yeah. <clears throat> We're going to have a weird society because, I mean, kids were always taught to respect their elders and, uh, oh, if you go to that person's house, you better listen to their parents. Yeah. That, that I was told that when I was a kid. Hey, if you go to that dude's house, you better listen to his parents. Don't go fucking, and don't embarrass me, my parents would say, you know? Yeah. Now you send your kid out, you got to be like, hey, don't fucking trust them. Don't do that. Yeah, this, I don't know, I mean, it, I mean, you have to raise them that way. You have to raise a paranoid society almost. We can't trust anybody. You can't trust anything now. I mean, this is a fucking crazy time we're living in. This is, I feel like we're at the tipping point of like, where shit's going to just go really bad. I think we're like right there. Like we we peaked a few years ago with like success, wealth, everything was great. Everyone's living good. And then the government pulled COVID out of their fucking, you know, magician's hat. They just made that up and repackaged the flu and lied to everybody and killed them with the vaccine. And now, you know, this is what we're dealing with here. Now we're on the downturn. I think that's what we're starting to see here. So anyway, according to the Drug Enforcement Agency, benzos are depressants that produce sedation and hypnosis, relieve anxiety and muscle spasms, and reduce seizures. So they got this guy, and uh, he's he's being held at, uh, for a $50,000 uh, bail bond right now. Yeah. Oh, wait, there's an update. He was released. He was released. Like what was for what? Why? Why would he do that? I mean, 
There's no good reason. There's no good reason for it. No, we just... I don't know. That's terrible. There's no good reason for any of this shit, man. I just don't know why you just got... I I don't know, man. It's the fucking terrible world we live in, isn't it? Yeah. You can't trust anybody. See, I'm glad we don't trust anybody. Yeah. I mean, we had a heads up on it, though. I mean, we were always like this. And these stories weren't even going around we were like this. No. No. We were just like that because we're a couple of fucking assholes. (laughs) There you go. Good job. I just want to stick to laying on that one, man. That was a pretty dis- depressing one to end the show on. But you know what? It's also one of those ones you got to talk about because you want people to be aware. Yeah. Somebody might be like, oh, shit, I got my, you know, my kid's got to sleep over this weekend. I never met the parents. Maybe I should now after hearing the voices of misery talk about some crazy shit that goes down. You might want to be a little bit more involved, you know? Especially if they're girls, man. Especially if they're girls. I mean, luckily, our kids stopped to sleep over shit years ago. Years ago. It, I mean, how long ago was that? Elementary school, I think. Yeah, it stopped a long time ago. Before, the world went fucking even more insane. I mean, yeah. this craziness was out there, but the demons were released when they fucking pulled the COVID shit. It was like, the, it was like everyone was awakened. Yeah, something once, spiritual. That, once that COVID happened, that's, like that stopped. That's what I'll tell you, man. Something spiritual happened. You were either a good person or an asshole, and that leads us to our final segment of the show, which happens to be your favorite one. You know, those mushrooms really did something to me, and I just can't remember why. I had it. And then I forgot what the hell it was, why you love the segment so much. I knew I came to an epiphany. Mm. Because it's the last one. Is that why? Speaking of which, the mushrooms are pretty cool, man. Uh, disgusting, revolting, it tasted like absolute garbage. But the weirdest thing happened when I was looking at people on TV and in person. Everyone had like an outline to them. Like, I can see the outline. You know how like when you're drawing? Yeah. And there's an outline, like the first thing you do is like you draw the body. That, like, black line, the outline, whatever, that's what I saw around people. It was the weirdest fucking thing. But let's you get didn't on freak out. No, I didn't freak out. I didn't freak out. I did keep my calm. There was a few moments there that were a little dicey that I felt, uh, like, something with me, or I would hear things, or feel certain things, or, like, adrenaline would rush, or the hair would stand up, and goosebumps would hit. I'm like, what the, why is that? What's going on? And didn't, didn't do too bad. You're also eating spoonfuls of fucking peanut butter now. Dude, I'm telling long. you. Dude, I'm, peanut butter and edibles... <laughs> together are majestic if you're an edible user take a spoonful of peanut butter with it he, and, he like oh. snuck it the other night I'm like what is happening I came out I'm like don't judge bitch don't judge <laughs> he took the paper and turned it to the bedroom mm-hmm. I'm like what is going on okay mm. that was fucking some peanut butter up man it was so good peanut butter is amazing man I love peanut butter well my buddy was like you know what will work because if you fucking take this shit, it binds to the peanut butter. Yeah. The oils or some shit. So there you go. And it worked. So this person wants to know, am I the asshole for giving my boyfriend a time frame to pay me back money that I'm loaning to him? Hmm. Initial thoughts there? <sighs> Keyword being boyfriend, loan, no, and time the, frame. The, you loaned, when you loan someone money, you can't expect it back. Because they don't have it, otherwise they They be need the money for a reason. Mm-hmm. They already don't have it. So now you're letting loaning them money, letting them borrow money, expecting them to have it at some point and pay you back. They could stop talking to you mm-hmm. <laughs> and just disappear out of your life and never pay you back. I, I, I don't know. I just, if we were to ever loan someone out, I would hope to get it back, but I wouldn't expect to get it back. Yeah. I would ask for it back. Okay, well, here pay me back, you know, blah, blah, blah. 
But if it doesn't happen, I'd be like, I'm not surprised. You know, because once you yeah. give them the money, that you, you're the one that did it. And if they don't pay it back, then you just basically pay to get rid of someone, which is also a, a worthy investment in my opinion. So yeah, you win I either just, way. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't loan people money, and I never would just for that simple fact, because I don't like having to go after something that's mine, because I would feel guilty if I'm harassing someone, but then again, it's mine, you know? And then that yeah. just causes a whole host of issues you could easily avoid by saying you don't have it. I understand you want to help somebody, and I guess it depends once who it is. Once it leaves is. your hand, once it leaves your account, whatever, yeah. money's gone, sorry. Yeah. Like, seriously, you that's the way I see it, so... There's not a lot of people that I would trust. There's very few if, if that would ask me right now. There's probably none, honestly. Like, I, maybe yeah. your one sister, if, if if she came to you and was like, hey, I need 100 bucks." Yeah. Her and, like, baby. my dad, like, helped, uh, the first year we moved in, we had we had to replace a whole damn HVAC system. We had just moved yeah. into this house. And I, I couldn't wait to just pay that shit the fuck off. Yeah, yeah. Like, he helped us out with that. That's great. But, like, I don't like owing anybody exactly. anything. I hate it. I want it paid off as soon as freaking humanly possible. Clean slate. But if I loan something out, I just don't expect it. Yeah. Back. That, that's all. But yeah. It's pretty fair. Yeah. Well, I'm a 25-year-old female and my boyfriend, who's 29, have been together for four years and live together. We split rent and utilities 50-50 and personal finances are separate. I've always been generally good at saving my money. My boyfriend, not so much. And I'm not saying that to speak down on him. It's just true. When we started dating, I helped him get his finances together and build a savings account. He's doing a lot better now. I always made up... She's a good girl right here, man. She's a good one. I always made it my goal for when I graduate college, I would buy my dream car. I graduated with a bachelor's this past August. Last week, I found a 2024 allocation and put down the payment to reserve the car for myself. I got extremely lucky with this allocation because it is the exact build and the manual transmission that I want. Over the years, I've saved about 8000 specifically as a down payment for the car. This is separate from my savings account and any finances that are needed for the household. Dude, she's fucking good, man. My boyfriend knows about this money mainly because it is cash and in the house. Oh. I know he has never asked to borrow money, nor have I suspected that money is missing. Yes, I'm extremely dedicated to buying this car. Now here comes the issue. The other day, his car broke down. There were multiple issues with it, and it would cost more to repair it rather than just buy a new car. A friend of ours happens to be selling his car and told us he would sell it to us cheaper than what he is asking for because we're good friends and have helped him with multiple issues in the past. He just wants cash for it. My boyfriend asked if I would give him half of the money and he would pay me back over time. I told him it is a possibility, but I would need at least half the money back by mid-April because that is when my car is going to be here. He did not get mad, but a little upset and told me that I'm trading in my current vehicle, so I would need to worry about a full $8,000 down payment. I think he's trying to get a grant, not a loan. He just wants that. He just wants that to be given to him. I think. Yeah, because it's his yeah. girlfriend. But, but the thing is, is like him saying that to her, like, "Hey, you don't need the full eight thousand dollars you're trading in. You don't need it all." Yeah, but, but you're trying hers. to get a yeah, and she wants a lower car payment. It's and her shit. fucking money. She yeah. was gracious enough to share with your fucking lousy ass. But see, this is why you don't let people borrow shit. He may be right, as my current car is worth around 11000 and the new car is thirty five. Who cares? He said that, of course, he would pay me a certain amount of each paycheck. I would be giving him about 4000 Maybe I'm overthinking the situation, or maybe I'm wrong for wanting to enforce a deadline. He has done a much better job of saving his money, and I don't want him to be stressed out. Am I the asshole for enforcing half my money by the time my new car gets here? So she wants to know if she's an asshole for enforcing no, a deadline. No, she... She said that before she gave him the money. Yeah. I would like to know how long they've been together, though. 
Which obviously she didn't say. They sound like they got a good thing going on. They do sound good. Yeah. I mean, they, they split everything 50 50. They live together, so you would assume a couple of years they maybe. Live together. I can't. I don't know. She has that much cash in the house, so obviously they trust each other. Yeah. I don't think she's an asshole, because ultimately it's her I money. Think, no, I don't think she's an asshole, because she said it ahead of time. Are banks assholes for putting term limits and shit like that on? I mean, obviously banks are assholes, but if you're desperate and you need it, you got you got to say yes. You say it because you need something. If you want to borrow money bad enough, you got to agree. Yeah. She's your girlfriend. She'll give you some leeway. You guys sound like you're a good young couple, you know? I don't think they sound like they got issues or anything. I don't think she's an asshole. No, I don't. I don't. No, I don't either. Yeah. Because she she laid all the rules out before doing it. So, mm-hmm. but I dig it. and I like her, man. She's a good girl. So he should. He should definitely. Should you know, pay back. Like, you better God. pay it that's back. A, you don't want to lose money. You don't want to lose that one over four thousand yeah. dollars, man. She's she's a keeper right there. So that was a nice easy one for you. Yeah. Because this was a very very rough couple of days here. We had a we had a tough few tough decisions on Friday to make with the asshole stories. Then we had the one about the cat last week. So I want to give you a nice softball one. But on Wednesday, I'm not going to take it so easy on you. Yeah, we'll see. I'm going to get you right on back to fucking brainstorming here. But it's it's a Monday. It's the beginning of a new week. First full week of March. Are you excited? Yeah, great. I know. You're going to have to start. The lawn's going to start getting cut next week. Yeah. Yeah, it starts getting cut, and everything else starts going down, and yeah, yeah it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a good couple of days. This is gonna be a really good week, man. I'm excited, so it's gonna be a great week. I'm very happy. Got some good things happening here, and it's gonna be sex in the city for me. That's about it. Tell them where you can find us. You can find us at Voice of Misery on all platforms and Voice of Misery Podcast at gmail.com.